we have a speaker. And with us to discuss it, we have former Congressman Peter King. What a night Friday night was, or Saturday morning, actually, it went to. Uh, Congressman King, what say you? John, I've been in politics and government for over 50 years. I never saw anything remotely approaching what happened on Friday night and Saturday morning. Uh, the whole week had been turbulent enough. Uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy going ballot after ballot getting 95% of the votes he needed, but unable to get those final votes. Then finally, on Friday afternoon, they thought they had the votes. It uh, came up for a vote. at. Uh, they started the proceedings at 10 o'clock on Friday night, and things seemed to be going smoothly. And suddenly, as it approaches midnight, you realize that somebody reneged. Somebody, whether it was Matt Gates, whether it was uh, Lauren Borbett, uh, it was uh, any number of people are suspects, but somebody reneged. And the votes were not there. Uh, he was one vote short. He needed 217 because uh, some people were voting. He needed 217, and he had 216. And the one person who hadn't voted yet was Matt Gates. And suddenly he saw on television everybody running toward Matt Gates, trying to persuade him. Uh, God knows what they were saying to him, what he was saying back. You people pointing at each other. Then in the middle of all this, a, a congressman who's a good friend of mine, Mike Rogers from Alabama, Suddenly you see him like trying to leap in from behind at Matt Gates. Richard Hudson of North Carolina grabs him and pulls him away. McCarthy is up the aisle. I mean, this is all going on. And I was texting with uh, uh, Andrew Garbarino and uh, Anthony D'Esposito, uh, Nicola Loda from Long Island, and all this is going on. And uh, it was it looked like a clown show. I mean, it couldn't. It was like the Friday night fights. And uh, so they made a motion to adjourn for the weekend. They figured take a, you know, take the weekend off, try to work it out. And in the middle of the vote to adjourn, suddenly you see Gates and McCarthy talking, and they go down, and they start voting against the motion to adjourn. And McCarthy's calling Republicans back in, don't go home for the weekend. And they defeated the vote to adjourn, and they began the roll call all over again. And finally, somewhere, I guess, around 1230, uh, McCarthy needed 216 votes. He got exactly 216 and it was just uh, incredible to watch. Actually, 2017, I guess it was. I'm not even certain now. I'm, I'm still uh, leery from the other night. There were six votes uh, uh, that Mark present. Right. So, so he, he, he needed, needed 216 yeah. to win. And he got two, just exactly 216 is what he got. And so then yeah, he had to be sworn in as speaker. And that's a whole ceremony. They had to have uh, a delegation go outside in the hall and then bring him back in. And uh, then Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat, was supposed to be introducing McCarthy, but then Hakeem gave a long speech himself about the Democrats, praising the Democrats. Kevin finally got up to speak. It must have been after 2 o'clock in the morning where he finally took the oath of office, gave, I thought, a very good speech, and then he swore in the uh, 434 other, other members of Congress. It was just uh, incredible. And, John, people who were out, for instance, there was one person whose wife delivered a baby the other night, and he's from Oklahoma, and... Uh, he had to rush home because the baby was having complications. He went home and he flew back, and he just got back there in time for the vote. Another guy, uh, Ken Buck from out west, he had a shoulder operation yesterday, and he came back directly from the hospital. He flew back. So all this is going on on the, on the house floor. It was just, uh, and I'd say as of 11:30, whatever time it was, all the TV commentators, everyone said it was over. McCarthy was defeated. Everyone's going home for the weekend, and the next thing you know, they're voting again. It's, you know, the unfortunate thing is what people lose sight of is that 95% of the elected Republicans supported Kevin McCarthy. 
It was 202 for him, 19 or 20 against him at different times. And uh, a small minority, 5% of the party, should not be able to tie up the entire Congress when you're voting for a constitutional officer. This isn't just a budget bill or as important as that could be or a uh, spending bill or whatever. This is a constitutional responsibility to elect the Speaker of the House, second in line to the President. My fear is, uh, Congressman King, that this is going to happen on every vote. I mean, uh, there's there's a radical part of the uh, of the of the Congress, and you know you know what we say in uh, in the studio. Uh, being radical in either direction, I feel is no good. There has to be compromise if you're going to get anything through. And my concern is that Kevin McCarthy, no matter how overall good the legislation is going to be, if there's anything in there that helps the Democrats, and there has to be in a compromise bill, you got to have these people, whether it's four people or five people or 19 people, holding their votes back and dividing the party, dividing the Congress, and that will force Kevin McCarthy to, to, to bring in Democrats to vote with the Republicans, and that will just set off a whole load of primaries next year. It's just uh, it's divided government, and it's, uh, it's, it's divided government like there was with Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill. You have to find a way to fight hard, but then come up with a common-sense solution, and it's something very hard to find common sense, I think, in, in this Congress. Well, all I know is uh, I, it's Friday night. I stayed up all the way, and and it was a nobody knew what the heck was going on. Everybody had predictions, but really nobody really knew. And uh, uh, guess I think controlled the whole thing. And and uh, I, I'm worried about the Congress going forward having common sense going forward. We can be proud though of the. Uh Members from New York. First of all, the Democrats conducted themselves well as far as you know, the week was concerned. Nobody went overboard. On the Republican side, whether it's Nicole Amelia Takis, Michael Lola, who was just elected, Anthony D'Esposito, I mean, Nick uh, uh, Lola, Anthony Garbarino, all of them, they stood tall. They did what had to be done. Nobody said anything crazy. Nobody went out of their way to antagonize others. They worked hard to get the votes. And thank God they, they held strong and they were there and they stayed awake. Until 2 o'clock in the morning to get the job done and get sworn into office. Well, Congressman King, let's pray uh, for America. Uh, let's pray we have a, a healthy and happy 2023. And uh, Monday is another day. Monday is another day. That's it. Hopefully, there'll be at least some interval here where we can you know, show some common sense. God bless America. Thank you so much. Thank you, John.